Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth, the show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Our company, ProFunds Mortgages, has assisted real estate investors in achieving wealth for over two decades. Over the next 30 minutes, we're going to share some of our key strategies in real estate with you. Right here on 30 Minutes to Wealth. Hi, I'm Carmen and this is Jordan. Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth. The show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Today on the show, we are so happy to welcome a communication expert whose sole mission it is to challenge all of us to be better. He's going to teach us how to master communication, relationships, and success. This is so amazing to have Greg Witz on the show today, the CEO of Witz Education. Greg, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's awesome. I can't wait to hear and learn about how to communicate with people. Like, I love that, but I know how valuable it is. Sure. And there's mm-hmm. many times I make big mistakes, and yeah. I'm going to learn from this myself. Yeah, it's one of the most important things we can do when it comes down to being successful in life, business, and yes. personal is having effective communication skills. And in a lot yeah. of cases, it's the one thing we've actually never learned. I know. Or we've overlooked the importance of it. Right, right. right. Yes. And in some cases, we've just kind of mimicked what the role models have been in our life and sort of started to show up that way later and communicate. And we've mm-hmm. never actually, as you said, yeah. considered the importance and the impact that we can make when communicating well. Yeah. Yeah. So, Greg, to start off, tell us a little bit about your background and how you mm-hmm. got into this. Sure. Yeah. So, I actually fell backwards into this. This was not an intention for me to get into. I was exposed to uh, this type of learning. I was exposed to a lot of concepts that come from psychology. Um, And through that, the company got built and we started moving forward with the uh, teachings and the coachings that we offered. Uh, One thing led to the next. I've been very fortunate to have some amazing people around me from mentors and coaches and Mm -hmm. uh, people that have participated in the business. But we've ended up building a complete interpersonal skills program that teaches us how to navigate the world when it comes down to professional and personal relationships. Yeah. And today we want to really talk about how, you know, different communication skills and um, nego- like how that can help investors with negotiations and be more successful in their, their real estate investment endeavors. So to start, you know, talk to us about the importance of relationships when it comes to, you know, investing mm-hmm. and how, you know, building that team, why is that so important? Yeah, well, if you think about anything that we do in life, nothing happens without a relationship. If you think about real estate, real mm-hmm. estate is actually the, the, the um, a, a great example of how important it is to to have close relationships, to be able to nurture a community, to be able to contribute to other people's success. You know, I teach something called the relationship economy that says if we want to be successful in business today, it comes down to the community and the relationships that we, uh, we've built. Now, the most important thing we can do for a relationship is show up with give, show up with service, show up with the effort to help someone else move forward. And if we operate like that in the community, we're going to start to surround ourselves with people that are going to want to lift us as well. You know, you asked the question around team. How important is it for us to be able to have a relationship uh, uh, with our team members? Or how Mm. does that skill apply? Mm -hmm. Well, think about it. Do you want to work with anyone that you're actually not connected to, you don't have a open communication with, you don't have a good relationship with. It actually makes the task a lot harder when the relationship isn't there. Mm -hmm. And again, relationships are hard because people are hard. It's not, you know, we throw the word out relationship, but we also have to acknowledge that behind the relationship or what is involved in the relationship is two people. In In some cases, other people, more than two people. 
And when it comes down to people, people are difficult because we're dealing with emotions and personalities and different backgrounds, and different conditionings and mm. different experiences. So this is where it becomes very difficult to manage some of those relationships or actually deepen the relationship. Mm -hmm. So I guess you have to learn to understand a personality right. in order to communicate properly. Right. One of the first things I learned in this, in this world was self-awareness. And it all started with personality. Yeah. Because the more I understand about my personality, the more I understand about your personality. Yeah. The more I start to take responsibility and ownership for who I am and how I'm showing up and how I communicate and how I behave, the more conscious I could be. You know, if you think about it, we hear a lot of words like mindset and consciousness, uh, consciousness yes. in today's world. Mm -hmm. And what that really means, at least to me, is our ability to think. Think before we speak. Think before we act. Think before we make decisions. That's a big, big, important piece. And that's... I am guilty of that because mm -hmm. I'll just react. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. And it's the people that can sit back and go, wait, 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 wait. Think about that first. Is that a wise comment? And that's rare for me to talk right. back. And it's something I need to work on. Right. And we all work on those things because yeah. you, like every other human being, have these two brains. Mm -hmm. You've got this primitive brain that gets you to react in the moment. It's impulsive. It's instinctive. It's it's unconscious. And we've got our intelligent brain. That's why normally we tend to feel guilty after we do the things that we do because we have the time to sort of sit, sit and, back and think, think about, about it. it. And the intelligent, rational sort of thoughts start to come in and we start to yeah. think about consequence. But in the moment, it's more about the impulsive behavior that takes us. So what can real estate investors do or, you know, anybody, anybody. in business? I mean, if you're not taking an in-depth course on, on personality, how can, yeah. how can people kind of evaluate, you know, the different personality styles and traits within their, their team? And, and how can they kind of work to making sure that they're attentive to that? And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a difficult question because oftentimes when I'm starting to work with people either in a training or a coaching relationship, uh, the conversation of self-awareness and personality pops up. And most mm -hmm. people look at that as a positive thing. I get to look at my strengths. I get to look at my attributes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But self-awareness really, really requires you to look at your dysfunction. So why is that so important for our success in business and moving forward? Because if I'm going to be touching other people, if I'm going to be leading other people, I have a responsibility to communicate in a way that allows them to be their best self. One of the things I teach the most is the importance of taking responsibility when it comes down to dealing with other people because we can contribute to who they are and how they're responding. Now, this is not manipulation and Jedi mind tricks, but this is about <laughs> me being extremely conscious of going, you know what, I can start to adjust my style, my personality, my communication in order to solicit, in, in some cases, the best personality. Mm -hmm. Because one of the things we know about personality is there's a number of different ways we could learn it. What about when there are, you know, toxic relationships or challenges with your relationships, yeah. say you're, you know, with your, your trades or your, your, your partner or whatever it is, how can people navigate that in a better way to, you know, yield more positive outcomes? Because mm -hmm. a lot of the times that can put some serious, um, barriers, yeah. you know, and yeah. helping you kind of achieve your, your goal, your goals. Right. Well, you were just saying something like you've got all these different types of people and, and, and individuals that are involved in real estate mm -hmm. and they all have in some cases a different focus, a different objective, a different need. Mm -hmm. So, you know, understanding how to navigate that is important. But back to what you're talking about, how do I deal with a toxic relationship? You know, mm -hmm. uh, that's a big one. You know, we, we, we have something called getting hooked, which is we tend to deal with, let's label them as a toxic type of personality. And that toxic type of personality interacts with you in a certain way. 
And what it does is it draws upon your, what we call survival brain, your emotional brain. In other words, you feel mm-hmm. frustrated, angry, bad, annoyed, uncomfortable mm-hmm. with that type of personality. Now, the secret sauce to all of this is something we call Pratt. And Pratt is an acronym, and it stands for People Respond as Treated. Mm. Now, People Responding as Treated says that I can consciously manage how I'm dealing with that toxic person or personality to, in some cases, get them to, in quotations, not be uh, toxic. The challenge with this is if people respond as treated, right, so do you. Mm-hmm. So when that person is being toxic or there's negative emotion or there's frustration Energy's in negative. there, yeah. it's yes. hard for us to hold it together. But I often tell people that all it requires is one of us to hold it together in the interaction for the other person to come up. In mm. some cases, it's a little bit of a waiting game with you, right? As that toxic individual is there, hold the line. Mm-hmm. Communicate well. Manage them like they're not a toxic person. Communicate uh-huh. to them like they are a interested uh, individual that wants to contribute, that wants to be successful. And maybe in the moment, they're a little stuck. They're mm-hmm. wounded. They're emotional. They're feeling mm-hmm. overwhelmed. They don't know how to communicate their emotions, their feelings, their stress, their frustration. And if you recognize it or if you look at it through that lens, which is here's an individual that probably needs my help to start to communicate better in the situation. Mm-hmm. Let me start taking some of those actions. Mm-hmm. I promise you, you're going to start to see that person respond to yeah, I think I think it's all about controlling your emotions right. and not reacting. As I said earlier, I think if someone can just take a step back for just a minute mm-hmm. before you react to a situation, I think right. it would be much better. Right. And I can say I'm probably saying this to myself, um, <laughs> <laughs> but we have to go to a break. So this is amazing. I love this topic, and I want to know what you did in the White House. But uh, we'll be back soon. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Jordan. This is Carmen. Welcome back to 30 Minutes to Wealth. We're here with our guest, Greg Witz. Greg, thanks again so much for being here. You're a communication expert, and we were just digging into the importance of relationships and, you know, challenging uh, challenges with relationships. And there's just... An emotional yeah. e- IQ or EQ, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. How, how do you deal with that? Yeah. So let's start with what is emotional intelligence, right? Mm -hmm. Because I hear this a lot and it doesn't matter whether we're leading a business, whether we're trying to do a real estate deal, whether we're trying to speak with our significant others or parents or even Mm -hmm. just coach and mentor a team member. We are emotional. We are built on emotions. In fact, everything we do in life has an emotional attachment. Think about when it comes down to even selling real estate or investing in real estate. Even though it's a transactional thing, there's an emotional piece to it. Yeah. 100%. Right. And there are three core skills or aspects that go into emotional intelligence. First is self-awareness, and this is what I was talking about before. Mm -hmm. The more I understand about myself, why I behave the way I do, why I feel the way I do, where did these behaviors come from? Uh, How did I end up this way? You know, Mm -hmm. I make the joke that I was looking in the mirror the other day and it was my father staring back at me, and I swore I was never going to turn into him. (laughs) Um, So really understanding self-awareness, and as mentioned, there's all these different tools that we can do. The second key component of emotional intelligence is something called self-management. Right now, if you think about if you've ever given someone advice around how they should emotionally handle a situation, you're brilliant. You could be a therapist, you could be a psychologist, you could be like this guru mm-hmm. that is guiding this person. But when it comes down to doing it myself, yeah. as mentioned, we get hooked. And when we're hooked, we're not thinking intelligently and consciously. We're simply reacting and responding the same way we did in the past. Yeah. And this happens at such an unconscious level. That's why we always again feel or think about the feeling afterwards. And the third is something called relationship. 
relationship management. And this is where it all goes wrong, because in a lot of cases, when it comes down to dealing with emotions or communication or difficult personalities or intense, stressful situations, right? I might be able to do one and I might be able to do the two, but when it comes down to doing it with other people, that's where things start to fall apart because mm -hmm. it requires a lot of effort. So if you could do those three things, self-awareness, self-management, and relationship management, you are deemed emotionally intelligent. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Right. There's a lot Absolutely. to unpack there, I feel. Right, uh, there's yeah. so much to unpack. Yeah. And I often like to just give, the, uh, give people an overview to what emotional intelligence is in those three very simple aspects because that's something I could remember in the moment. Mm -hmm. In the moment, I could think, ah, oh, relationship management. Not what is emotional intelligence. Right? Yes. It's about keeping it simple sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. People, you know, I, I, I've seen, I've been self-employed pretty much my whole life and working with people and, and even in my negotiations and things, it's, it's so challenging and you see different personalities like, and when I'm writing an offer with a realtor, right? I, I will not let that realtor understand. I don't care if it's my son, my good friend. Jordan, right. doesn't matter. I will not let them know what my bottom inner line is right. on that deal because it's only what you tell them is how they're going to deliver. Right. 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 So it's such a key for me. That's yeah. only one thing that I, I can yeah. say I'm good at. Yeah. Well, that's, that, that's the <laughs> ultimate that sort of negotiation yeah. uh, 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 tool in, in, yeah. in real estate. Yeah. I get it. Talk yeah. to us about, you know, what... Um, traits are really important for investors to be successful in negotiations. Yes, that's a good one. Oh, okay, so there's first there are good so one. many books out there on negotiation skills. And I think what we also have to acknowledge that there are different types of negotiations. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but some key things that I think are important for the individual to have in a negotiation would be things like the ability to ask questions and truly listen. Right. Right. Yeah. What we know is people only retain about 20% from what they hear. What we also know is that the human brain has about 2,500 to 3,000 thoughts per minute. And we can only speak That's about crazy. 250 to 300 words per minute. So if you think about it, when it comes down to negotiating, right, if I'm not asking questions and listening, there's a lot of things I'm missing. Mm -hmm. And as you would be taught by any great, uh, any great negotiator, they're going to say it's your listening skills that become the most important for a negotiation. Interesting. Right? Because people will tell you what you need to close the deal. People will give you everything you need to close that deal. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's not the words. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's their body language. Sometimes it's sort of the things that they're not saying. But if I'm listening well, I'm going to be able to pick these things up. And read between the lines. And read between the lines. Right? And then uh, deliver what they're looking for. Yep. And something that's probably good for both of you. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. I love the, the transparent question, which is if this is what my offer is or if this is what my number is, what position does that put you in? I just draw that out right in the beginning. You know, we can call it that clarification question, which is, you know, just tell me where, where are you at with this? And if I can start there and if I can take some time to listen, my negotiation is going to be a lot easier. Mm -hmm. The other piece of advice I'd give, let's be very conscious of not making negotiations adversarial or oppositional. In a lot of yeah. cases, the investor, yeah. the real estate agents, the buyers, the sellers, they all have the same goal. Yeah. We're just coming from it from two different emotional positions. Yeah, now talk to us about um, the prevalence of self-sabotage in this. And I think it's so important when you're negotiating mm -hmm. an offer or mm -hmm. um, a business deal, whatever it may be. And, you know, people maybe say the wrong things and it could just 
kind of make that deal fall flat? Like, I mean, is this something that you think um, is a subconscious thing or do you think this is a conscious thing? What can people do to kind of prevent themselves from self-sabotaging a deal? Yeah, look, the, uh, that's layered. I mean, there's a lot there. Yeah. But for, for today, <laughs> what I think a, <laughs> Come on, tell us everything right now. <laughs> today, what I think I'd say is I've taken a little bit of a different direction. Yeah. I think to answer your question, this is at a very subconscious level, right? Mm-hmm. People self-sabotage because it uh, because they would rather be in control of self-sabotaging than take the risk and not win Fear. or not lose. Fear. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as human beings, we have this need to be predictable, right? Certainty. It's one of our primitive needs. It's why we yeah. follow routine. It's why we do the same things over and over again. And in a lot of cases, when I'm dealing with a negotiation, when I'm dealing with a real estate deal, when I'm dealing with new people, this is the unknown. Mm-hmm. And the unknown mm-hmm. is scary, right? Yeah. It's like change management. I hate change. Right. Most of us do. Most of us do. (laughs) Because what change does is it disrupts our normality. Totally. And that's kind of the same thing that starts to happen when it comes down to self-sabotaging. People would rather fall back to knowing the fact that they self-sabotaged and they were in charge and in control of self-sabotaging. Very interesting. And it it gives them emotional Mm -hmm. resolve. Mm -hmm. And that has a little bit to do with self-esteem as well, which is, you know, when we start to see certain insecurities, Mm -hmm. uh, fear starts to take over. Mm -hmm. Fear starts kicking in, anxiety kicks in. Anxiety is there, stress is kicking in, and in some cases it's too overwhelming for people, so they pull out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I had an interesting transaction. I won't go into it in too great detail, but it is complicated, but it's exactly what happened. This amazing opportunity happened to me. We, we found a property. We loved it. Uh, it's been negotiations for six months, but they're very emotionally attached to the property. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I felt that they were kind of attracting from the right. deal. I'm like, no, because right. it was phenomenal opportunity for me. I was you were invested in it at yeah. this point, yeah. right? Emotionally. Yeah. And well, six months of negotiations yeah. is a long time. And then all of a sudden, not deals up. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> what do I do to do to have this happen? Right? Something yeah. went yeah. wrong. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. So and I guarantee you it was personal and emotional. I agree. It had nothing yeah. to do with business. It had probably nothing to do with the terms of the deal. It had everything to do with someone's feeling right here, mm-hmm. which is do I feel good? about making the deal. You know, if we were to go, what's the third tip for negotiations? Make them feel like they won, you know? Yes, I always hear that. Again, real estate is emotional. As much as we want to make it a transactional thing, and from an investment standpoint, it is a business financial decision for the people selling, for new-time investors, for early investors. Mm -hmm. This is emotion. And we have to address the emotion, and we have to acknowledge it. Uh, That's for sure. This situation was in the family for... For a lot of years, well, it's not dead yet. <laughs> I'm reviving it. Revive it. Go in and maybe ask and be like, you know, where where is the pain here? You know, sometimes yeah. asking that direct question, yes. which is what is the block? Where's the pain? Where's the fear? What's the emotional piece that's holding you back right now? Yeah. You give people permission to what we call emotionally express. Yeah, it's tough because you've got other representatives in, involved as well, like your lawyers. Right. So they're they're feeding them. Yeah. You're feeding them. It's a tough one. <laughs> well, maybe we want to pull the lawyers out because that's that's where some things start to go wrong. Yeah. Right? I mean, the deal's going really well, and then all of a sudden the lawyers get involved. Oh, <clears throat> right? yeah. 
<laughs> um, Greg, before the, the end of the show wraps up, let's talk a little bit about success because I think at the end of the day, that's all we're striving yes. to do, right? We're all trying to achieve success in our different business ventures, personal life, whatever it may be. Yeah. So what would you say are some, you know, qualities of successful people or strategies people mm -hmm. can do to kind of, you know, be more successful inherently? Yeah. yeah. So this is going to sound a little bit out there, um, but the more <laughs> I've actually seen success, been successful, work with very successful people, there's been some common themes. The number one common theme is happiness creates success. Success doesn't create happiness. Yes. It's well, about yeah. you being happy. It's about mm -hmm. you being emotionally resolved. It's about you being emotionally fulfilled. Mm -hmm. It's about having very important relationships around you that lift you. So happiness, uh, happiness creates success. Number two, the most, uh, the other common factor I see happening a lot is most successful people operate with what is called service or the give. They are walking around in this world willing to stretch and give of themselves mm -hmm. instead of ask. And if you operate with those two things, it doesn't matter what deal you're in, doesn't matter what business you're in, doesn't matter what relationship you're in, you're going to be successful. The third thing, and this is just me, this is how I was raised, hard work. There is nothing that will replace hard work. Grinding, being persistent, staying the course, keeping on moving forward, and, 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 and having that goal and that objective is what's going to drive that success. I agree so much. I mean, we see so many people that come on here and mm -hmm. they're so successful and we always want to know their secrets. But at the end of the day, you look at every single one of them and mm -hmm. they've put in an incredible amount of work behind what they yeah. do, right? So many people think it's easy. Right. They don't see what's truly behind right. the scenes. Like from the outside, oh, you're always happy. Everything looks so great. But they have no idea what you've sacrificed yeah. and put behind the scenes. Yeah. There's a lot of work that goes into anything that is successful. So I totally agree with you there. Yeah. That's yeah. 100%. I don't know fact. anyone that's achieved success that hasn't gone through um, the pain and the, 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 mm -hmm. the frustration. You know, there's a great movie, uh, um, I forget the name, um, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I yes. love that movie. Okay. It's you great. Remember the last yeah. scene with yes. Andy Dufresne where he, yeah. where, where he had to, yeah. what he had to, he had to climb through the poop yes. uh, pipe yes. for five miles in order to get to his success. And the metaphor yeah. in that is we have to go through sometimes the, the weeds, the jungle, the, the, yeah. the, the, the dirt in order to achieve, achieve success. I'll say one more thing. Um, oh, say for, a lot more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, someone once said this to me actually recent, you have to stay persistent and you have to be patient, right? Persistence requires patience. Yes. And, and that's also part of the, the, the formula for success. Yeah. Yeah. It's positive energy too, right? That's it. Yeah. You, you know, have to think about things positively. Yeah. You know, I, I know some people think, oh, it really doesn't work. But I'll tell you from my own experience, mm -hmm. I always say, this is what we're going to, you see it, you envision it right. and you keep that in your, in your mind. And, and it typically happens for right. me. Well, and that really happens with you. Like Carmen is such a positive person. Yeah. She draws in so much positivity, so many good things happen. Really Everyone's like, works. you're so lucky. And she's like, well, I don't think it's luck. I think it's, that's you creating that. It all know? started when I was a little girl. Yeah. yeah right. And I'll tell you something. I'll tell you this little story okay. just really quick. <laughs> all right. Um, I was at a white elephant sale. I think I was in grade two and there was this doll and mm. she was a really tall doll with a little uh, leather outfit on and I just thought she was the cutest thing in the world and I wanted her so bad. So I bought a ticket and I stood there and I looked at the doll I said, I'm going to win you. I'm going to win you. I'm going to win you. And guess what? You won her. I won her. Yeah. I got the doll and right. I said, whoa, that changed me forever. And how old yeah. were you? Well, what, eight, nine? Yeah. There's a great concept called law of attraction. 
Have you ever yeah. heard of it? Yes. Right? Which is what we think about and what we focus is what we ma- or what we manifest. Right. And yes, there's the movie and the book that's come out, which is sort of yes. you know, Hollywooded yeah. this this whole yeah. concept. But law of attraction, I think, is not only uh, a very real thing, it's one of the most important things to make sure that you are also mm-hmm. getting these people around you to lift. Oh, yeah. Because this is your ripple effect, you know, mm-hmm. coming back to people respond as treated. That's also nonverbal sometimes in your energy that you're putting out. I know. Right? It is so true. So awesome. So amazing. I love this topic. Yes. We could talk so for hours. So much to learn. Thank you so much for coming on. Yes. It's a pleasure having you. An honor to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. It was a real pleasure chatting. And yes, I wish we had more time to chat, but we'll do it again. Yes. If you're interested in learning more about real estate investing, you can go to 30minutes12th.com to see the rest of our episodes. That's it. Our 30 minutes are up. Go create wealth.